करा के भाई इंच दे पवा के टायर कम देनी तेरे शहर कम दे अ गड्डी नीवी जी करा के भाई इंच दे पवा के टायर कम देनी तेरे शहर कम दे अ गड्डी नीवी जी करा के भाई इंच दे पवा के टायर कम देनी तेरे शहर कम दे you're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM's The Morning Buzz, and that's still rolling by Shug, which, by the way, that song, one of his many songs, have reached billions of streams. And today we are talking about Punjabi hip-hop and R&B singer Shug amidst massive backlash in India, which led to the cancellation of his shows in India. Shug's London show sold out in the UK. We're talking about who Shug is, what this moment means for the singer. So we're going to be speaking to Jeevan Sangha, a popular culture columnist who's going to break it all down for us. Jeevan, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. So tell us, who is Shub and what made him so popular? Yes, yeah, so Shub is a Punjabi singer and rapper, as you mentioned. Um, he is actually, fun fact, an international student. He moved to Brampton um, quite a few years ago. So he's a Canadian, a partially Canadian boy, but also a Punjabi guy who started making music a few years ago just completely on his own. No one knew for a little bit what he looked like. No one knew anything really about him, he was just dropping these bangers that were exploding. Like, he had songs that were just, like, breaking records, tracks like No Love, tracks now, like you've heard, Checks and Still Rolling, that have, like, broken barriers internationally. Um, and he's quickly become one of the key defining voices in this, like, wave of job music that we've talked about on the show before. So, you know, this, like, generation of artists who are blending, you know, Punjabi lyrics and Punjabi stylings and Punjabi references, <clears throat> excuse me, with um, R and B and hip hop and rap, and so you can you can hear even in the song that you just played this like unique flow. Totally, he's an artist who has gained widespread acclaim, but as you mentioned, he has recently been the face of a bit of controversy as well. That's true, and I think that's the part that I really want to get into, because like I mentioned off the top, he was going to make his debut in India, his live debut, but the tour got cancelled. So what happened here, for those who aren't familiar with the story? Yeah, so earlier this year, you know, there were there was a lot of troubling stuff coming out of Punjab, including um, conversations about blackouts, threats to civil liberties, which had caused a widespread conversation um, of course, those have intensified now, but before, um, Shub had posted, as a Punjabi person, as an Indian person, he had posted um, a piece of artwork by the artist Inquisitive, who many of you may have heard of. And it was a map of India, and it didn't include Jammu and Kashmir towards the north. Um, and it basically was like uh, a, an allusion to the fact that India had been having media and electricity blackouts as a result of what has been uh, the political tensions that have been happening. And um, it had, like, a power cord coming out of it, and it was, like, the country was illuminated except for Punjab. And people around the world, people especially in India, had been commenting on how it was a distorted map because it didn't include Jammu and Kashmir. Now, later on, fast forward a few months, of course, the relations between Canada and India have come to a head after the comments made in the House of Commons. Um, and that picture resurfaced, and the fact that Shub was had posted it and his tour was just weeks away or days away even. Um, but people had used that as a way to call him a separatist, an anti-nationalist, um, and it resulted in the promotion company that was actually responsible for his tour abruptly canceling all of his tour dates with very short notice before. 
And I think the part that's really sad is for him, you know, he was about to make his live debut and I'm sure he was super excited to go to India. But of course, because of all the tensions going on and stuff, he wasn't able to. So we fast forward. He is going into his UK tour. He's in the midst of it. What happens in the UK? What's the reaction when they find out Shub is coming to the UK? Oh, well, like I mentioned, like this is like to put it into context, this is a huge artist. Like this is an artist who is pulling billions of streams with basically no collaboration. Like, the only collab, like notable collaboration that he's had is with Icky for Baller. Um, and that's also a production collab, not a vocal collab. So this is something that he's made like fully on his own. It's really unprecedented for us to see it within the span of a year or two. I think his first song dropped in like 2019 or 2020. And now he's one of the biggest artists in the Indian music scene globally. Um, and so obviously... UK sells out. His tour in, in India was already looking great. I'm pretty sure it was close to sold out as it was. London and Birmingham sells out, and he does his first ever show. Um, and the response was mixed. I mean, there was a lot of support. There were a lot of people who were happy to be there and to support him. The hashtag stand with Shub had come out, you know, just following after he had been dropped from his India tour, and artists were. Um, you know, standing with him and, and pushing back against this sort of anti-nationalist um, labeling that he was getting. Um, and, you know, it's his first show. I think he's 26 years old. He's, he's mentioned in his statement after his tour was dropped that he had spent months preparing, you know, learning how to perform for a live audience versus recording in a studio is really different. And so I'm sure it had its hiccups, but... You know, there were people there who were happy. There were people there who weren't, weren't happy, like every other show. That's how it's always going to be, right? You're always going to get mixed reaction. The one thing that I was impressed when I was uh, watching some of the uh, clips circulating is the fact that he sounded so amazing live. Because sometimes, you know, there'll be some singers you hear and maybe they use a bit of auto-tune and they like change up their voice and they sound nothing like the recording. But Shub sounded just like his recording. Did you feel that way? Yeah, you know, I thought so. There were some people who were posting videos of him, and they were like, oh, I don't see Shub live, blah, blah. But I thought, by and large, his vocals were great. Keep in mind, this is just, like, one of his first times performing for an audience of a sold-out show at that, um, outside of his home country. Like, I thought he did phenomenal. He had a live band, which I think was really cool. Um, a lot of people, I, I don't know if you noticed this one, getting, but there was, like, a sea of phones, which was kind of, like dystopian to watch like especially at like the more popular songs but overall i think he did a great job like i think it's a, it's a tough beat he's people all around the world have been talking and speculating about his career artistry and so for him to come out and give a give a solid show for his first time around i mean that's something to celebrate for sure oh 100 percent. but i want to talk to about something that you just mentioned there being on your phone during a concert and this is something i've noticed lately that a lot of artists have been speaking about the fact that people just view the concerts through their phone. And to me, it's just so wild. I get it. You know, we got social media. People want to show a clip like, hey, I was there. That's fine. But where do we draw the line where it just becomes a bit too much? Because I will tell you recently, not too long ago, I was at a concert and somebody literally had their phone up just the entire time. And I'm like, isn't that uncomfortable? Don't you just want to feel and take in the music? I mean, what do you make of that? Yeah, it's something that's, like, strange. I'm also a, like, avid concert goer, and um, it's something I notice more and more as time goes on, especially post-pandemic. I feel like we're really just, like, capturing these moments, and, like, I have a sense of, um, it, it makes me a little sad when I see it, because I'm like, oh, like, we can all just 
be here together. I'm looking at part of me, I don't know, strangely is a little heartened almost. Like, as much as it's, like, annoying and I think it, it makes, it feels weird. Like, it does feel a little black mirror in those spaces. A bit of me is heartened that, like, this, there's this generation of people who um, feel like they want to relive precious moments and want to capture them. Does it get taken a little too far? Sure, but I think there is a bit of romanticism to it that I, I kind of do respect in a way, even if I don't subscribe to it in the same way. I mean, I guess we can call it that, but the reality is, like, when I think about it, right, when I film my little bits of the concert, I never look back at it, to be honest with you. Like, I maybe posted one tiny clip to say, hey, I was there, but are you really going to look back at those clips? As you can see, I'm very much on one side of this argument where I'm just saying that, like, I don't know that I love this practice and I just wish we wouldn't do it. Do you think one day, actually, I don't think artists are going to do that, but I'm going to put it out there. Do you think there'd ever be, like, a cell phone ban at concerts? You know what? I would say that, like, have you ever been to a coffee shop that has a laptop then? Because <laughs> they, <do, laughs> they do that now. You have, they have coffee shops where, like, either on one floor or the entire floor, they're like, no laptops here. We just want to facilitate, like, we just want people to be, like, connecting and have conversation and blah, 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 blah. And, I mean, if you go to some comedy shows where, you know, they're filming exclusive content, they lock up your phones. You can hold them in a pouch, but you can't access them until the show's over. So I think, you know, there's a good shot that we could be moving that way. And I wonder, like, it's been so long since we, like, at least in my lifetime, that I've been at a concert where someone hasn't been, hasn't had a phone. Like, I don't even think I've experienced concerts without people, like, recording them on their phones. So I just feel like that atmosphere would be completely different. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, you know, you want to record your favorite song, post it on Instagram, hey, I've done it a million times. Yeah. But there, there is something about experiencing a live music event through this secondary screen that is like, it's, it's, it's just like mellowing down what you could be experiencing and it like removes you from the present. So yeah, no, I share your frustration on it. I think I just, I'm like curious about the solution. Yeah, what the solution would be. What is like a good halfway point? That is the question. But Jeevan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. You too, take care.